0: Welcome to the dynamic teaching of Pastor Nife Ibiemi, Lead Pastor of Love, Dominion Assembly International. It is his vision to unveil the culture of Zion through the word and discipleship. Ready, set, grow. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that is amongst us this morning. Your word said, where two or three are gathered in your name, you're there in the midst. We acknowledge your presence. We know that you are here. We know that you are here and Lord we pray we yield ourselves to your spirit this morning that you open up our hearts and eyes of understanding flooded to the revelation of your son alone in the name of Jesus. That in today's meeting only Christ alone will be revealed. No self will be revealed. Only Christ alone in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us celebrate the choir. Please celebrate them. God bless you. Amen. And also celebrate yourself as well. Celebrate yourself. Praise the Lord. Let's just go straight to the word Ephesians in chapter 4. Praise the Lord. For the past few Sundays, and um, you know, we have tried by the Spirit of God and through the wisdom of the Spirit to touch. Things concerning the accuser, uh, you know, in the Bible, there are two, that are, pers- are two persons, that, um, amen? amen. There are two institutions that are in the Bible. I mean, in the scriptures, that are that 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 the Bible refers to as an accuser, two institutions. But we are still on one of them. So there are two institutions that. The Bible recall as an ac- accuser. For example, Revelations. Let's 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 go to Revelation before we go to the text. Today's text, Revelations. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter twelve. And while I was sitting there, I was trusting God. I was you know, I was you know, talking to the minister beside me and said, "I'm praying for, me, uh, for for the wisdom of the Spirit, <laughs> because most of the time, anytime I'm coming up to preach, like to teach, anytime till today, to so, to be honest with you, like I'm I won't say." I'm afraid. I know I'm not afraid, but sometimes I feel a little bit tensed. Yeah, just to let you know. Okay, so I really fast on your tense. Yes, I feel tense. You know, to stand and talk in front of all of you like this. I mean, it takes the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> and it has been happening for years. Even though, you know, I'm used to the audience. Just to encourage some of us that feel, well, I'm tense. I don't think, no, that tension is not what should oppose you from stepping out by faith. We also feel tensed. I feel tense as well. Amen. Okay, but of course, you know, maybe not as tense as you may be because I've been practicing this over and over again. Hallelujah. So, what we just do, we just take advantage of the the strength of the spirit and trust that okay, the Holy Spirit we you know will help us to communicate His wisdom to everyone. Uh, so that okay, Revelation chapter twelve, Revelation twelve. Amen. amen. Uh, Revelation twelve. Uh, let's jump to because of our time. Okay. Praise God. Revelations 12:10. Are you there? So he says, and I heard, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, "Now is salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night." Ah, uh, you know, for example, from nine, he says, and the great dragon, which uh, the great gra- dragon was cast out, that old serpent, called the devil, and Satan. Okay? The word Satan, actually, you know, um, you know, uh, the word Satan is from the Greek word satanas. okay? Um, I, I, I'm trying my best not to do much of Greek, Hebrew, and all those things, but w- the concept of Satan simply means opposer. So when you hear Satan, Satan is someone who is opposing. Okay, but that's just by the way. He's saying here, he said, the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out of the earth and his angels, you know, were cast out with him. He said, And I heard a loud voice saying in the heaven, Now is salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser. Someone said the accuser. Now look at that. He says, The accuser of the brethren is cast out. Now, in this place, if you are, you are, I want to believe that all of us understand English. Amen. In this place, from what we just read now, who is the accuser here? Uh, we all agree to that, yeah? So who is the accuser here? Satan. So Satanus. Satan or the devil or that old dragon, no dragon, the serpent, okay? He is the accuser here. So there's another accuser that Jesus mentioned in um, uh, John 5. I think so, yeah, because I was not planning to go this le- uh, this route. John 5, praise God. John and chapter 5, yeah. John and chapter 5, verse 45. So this is Jesus speaking to, you know, the, the guys, I mean, the Israelites and, you know, the Pharisees and all the disciples who were with him. And look at what Jesus said in John 5, 45. He says what? Do not think that what? I will accuse you unto the Father. You know, I, I told us, you know, sometimes when we say some of these things, some of us feel like a pastor, some of these are saying, it, this is it. Look at what Jesus said there. We just read the Bible, isn't it? What did Jesus say? He said, do not think that I will accuse you to who? The Father. Father. He said, there is one who is accusing you. Who is the person? Now, in whom you trust. So, you just imagine, all of them came to Jesus, and he says, there is is somebody who is accusing you. I'm not going to accuse you to the Father. There's one person that is accusing you, Moses, in whom you trust. Now, by Moses here, he's not talking about Moses as a person. He's talking about the law, okay? The law of Moses, those laws, Ma- those Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and all those laws. He said those laws, they stand to accuse you before the Father. So there are two accusers in the Bible. If you read from Genesis to Malachi, I mean, Genesis to Revelation, there are two prominent accusers. So one is the devil, which is the grand accuser. Amen. Are we together, everybody? The devil is the grand accuser, the accuser of the brethren, who accuses them day and night. And there is another one that Jesus mentioned. He says, Moses, he was not talking about Moses as a person. He was talking about the entire book of Moses. We call it Pentateuch. Not just... Okay, there, there, is, there, is, there is... So, this is not to, uh, to, uh, to paint Moses, especially his document, as evil. Okay, this is not we'll talk about that later, not into not in this series. I would not it's in this series, but not today's teaching. Are we together here? Yeah. Because Moses is a good guy, all right? He was faithful in all the house. Okay. For example, I was talking to some, some folks, and I will repeat this again. I remember the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Okay, when they brought the woman to Jesus, all right. Um, you know, the Bible says Jesus was looking down, he will assee. It was not that they were not there, and they told the woman. They told Jesus. They said, "Rabbi, okay." They said, "Rabbi," he said, "This woman was caught in the act of th- in the very act of adultery." He said, "Moses commanded us in the law to stone her to death." So look at that. So they quote Bible. I mean, scriptures to Jesus. You know, you know, you know, that would have been superior. That would have been very nice. Like they... Telling Jesus, this is what the scripture is saying. And Jesus told them, He said, Who is without sin should cast the first stone. Okay. And they all left the woman. And Jesus said, Woman, he said, Where are your woo? Where are your woo? Now the people who came to accuse her, what are they accusing her with? So which is what? Moses. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, but but today is not the day to talk about that. So Jesus is telling in John 5, verse 40. Um, Five. He said, do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. So that's the concept because sometimes, so it's, it's pretty much challenging because we, we so much, have read so much of the law. Are we together? Praise God. We have so much, have read so much of the law that uh, sometimes it's difficult to get rid of some of those law thingy out of our minds. Okay? Some of those, thou shall not, thou shall not, thou shall not. But the thing is this, what Jesus brought is grace. Amen. Jesus brought what? Okay, look at it. Let's go there. John, John, that's same John, John 1. Hallelujah. John 1. So the issue is this, okay? If you were preaching the law, amen? If you were preaching the law to that body of Christ, to Christians, to those who have been born again, who have received the Holy Ghost, if you are preaching the law to them, in the times and the days of the apostles, you would have been tagged heretic. Okay. You would have been tagged. Ah, ah. What is this? It's just that over the years, so now when you now hear people teaching the law, uh, teaching grace and the things of the spirit, you say, ah, ah. what an heretic man. But it was not like that in the days of the apostles. Because if you read Act, Matthew Mark, look, if you look at Act of Apostles, Acts 15, for example, they had debates. There are all kinds of debates on matters like this. Because the Jewish and the law preachers, we can see. Okay. Are we together, everybody? I don't want to go. I'm not supposed to go this route. And I'm trusting God not to go. I will not go. I, I will hold myself. We will come back. Because we are looking at the accuser series. Okay. So we are still looking at Satan. So we have been doing Satan for weeks now. Okay so after we end with satan we now proceed to what the law in fact you know I, I, I actually say most of the time when they say the god of this world has blinded the mind of them sometimes i say it in church i don't know most of us have noticed that I, i've never even most of the time i'm very careful to even use the god of this world of that word as satan however satan as the god of that of the world is valid but in context of Second Corinthians 4 and 7 Corinthians 3, the apostle was talking about another God, which was the law. Because he said, he said, even as they read Moses, their minds are blinded unto this day. Amen, everybody? You see? But we are not looking at that today. But, you know, that is valid. It's valid. It's valid. Hallelujah. John chapter 1. John and chapter 1. Look at it. John and chapter 1. Praise the Lord. John and chapter 1 verse 17. I want us to read it together. John 1 17. What does it say? It said, for the law was given by who? Grace and truth came through who? Hallelujah. You see that? He said the law was given by Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus. So, if, 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 if I am, just imagine, just let us just think, because, you know, there's a guy called Ravi Zechariah, you know, I don't know if some of us know him, you know, he used to say this, you know, he used to, then, you know, I used to listen to a lot of message. let my people think. Have you heard, I don't know if any of us have heard it, so let my people think, it's, I, I enjoy those series, let my people think, let my, so you have to think as well, amen, praise God. So you know that this way, the way I used to put it is this: it's very simple. Just imagine that you, you are not as you are. You are not a Jew, okay? You were never a Jew, okay? So, uh, and you are hearing the gospel for the first time. So, what the Jew received was the law of Moses. What we received, okay, was the gospel of Jesus. How that Jesus died for our sins and I rose again. Are we together, everybody? All right. this is not to invalidate. The principles of the law, because the law in itself is holy. Okay, the law is pure, is perfect, is holy. It's not to invalidate it, but the law, but the human flesh, the human flesh cannot do the law. It's not possible. It's not possible. Hallelujah. But we're looking at accuser series. So, but very important, I just want us to establish that. So that in this series, we are looking at these two accusers: Satan as an accuser, and who? The law as an accuser. So by the time we finish it. We will learn by the Spirit of God to submit to the grace of Jesus alone and the Spirit of God. So that we will walk in victory over the wise and the schemes of the devil. And also we will not put ourselves under the law and allow sin to have dominion over us. Yes, okay, because the Bible says, sin shall have dominion over you because you are not what? Under, under the law, but you are under grace. Okay, this is just... So just do a little preamble and you know introduction before we go into. So we are looking at what we're looking at today is how not to give the devil a place in your life. Hallelujah! How not to give the devil a place in your life. I mean that's a wonderful topic. I think so. Praise God. So let's let's look at Ephesians. Let's start from Ephesians, Ephesians and chapter four. Ephesians and 4 Praise God. Ephesians 4, we start from 26. He said, be he not angry and see not. Neither, I he said, let not what? Um, amen. He said, let not the sun go down upon your heart. He said, neither give place to the devil. He said, don't give place to the devil. I'm going to read Amplified Version of verse 27. He says, and do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or, m- or nurturing anger or abhorring sentiment or cultivating bitterness. You generally don't give place for the devil. The word place there simply means don't give occasion to the devil. So very important you have to understand this. Everybody listen up. You have to under- understand this that um, we have said this several times that the, the activities of Satan in the lives of men. So, okay, we have established this. Very important. Very important. Listen up, everybody. Okay, we have established this. That Satan, okay, is not in hell. Now, it is important that you understand. Satan is not in hell. Is not in hell. There's no scriptural stand that that there's no scriptural inclination that says Satan is in hell. Hell is simply a place where of the dead, where dead people are. And in fact, the concept of hell should not always suggest to us as a place of torment. It's simply a place where dead bodies are. Before Christ, they were all there. After Christ resurrected, he took, you know, took a whole lot of chunk from that from hell and took them with him. As he ascended up into heaven. How you get what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. So, now, but, but however, those who died now in Christ, those who died in Christ, they are in heaven. Amen. But those who have not received Jesus, they are in hell. And the Bible says that hell and uh, death will be cast into where? The lake of fire. Are we together, everybody? So, hell will be whichever your eschatology stand is. The concept is this. Hell is going to be cast into lake of fire. Are we together? Yeah. Satan, Satan itself, or herself, or himself, whatever gender he prefers. So, Satan, Satan itself. Are we together, everybody? Satan itself will be cast into hell, or we cast into everlasting fire. Are we together, everybody? I repeat, Satan itself will be cast into everlasting fire. So, can, Satan will not be boss. He's not a boss in hell. So what Satan will be doing in hell will be also eternal suffering. Are we together, everybody? So it's not like Satan has plenty departments in hell that are nine I R M and okay, you know, uh, different level, you know, then you know, um, and the people make it sound like oh, well, you know, if you want to go, you know, people even do skits about these things, like you we know, we, we have acted, you know, we used to act dramas when we were children. We acted drama in that direction. That, you know, Satan will come and say, no, he's my own, he's my own, he's my own. Then Satan will hold the hand and follow and lead the individual into uh, hellfire. And, you know, and so that okay, you stay here. I remember I used to, you know, share comedy. You know, I used to be a, com- a stand-up comedian then. <laughs> no, that, no, I, I'm talking about 2003, 2004. Okay, just, you know, just amongst ourselves. You know, I, I remember I used to give, you know, all those you know, uh, comedy of, you know, the different departments in hell, you know, and Satan is the one distributing people there and, you know, and all kinds of funny, funny things. But that's not the narrative. The narrative it is, the way it is that the Bible describes is that Earth, Satan itself will be cast into where? Lake of fire. Death will be cast Into lake of fire, and also hell will be cast where in lake of fire. So, but what does what did the Bible say about the devil? The Bible says it says, Look at it, look at look at it. first Peter and First Peter, hallelujah. First Peter 5, 8. What does it say? It says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary. The devil, as a roaring lion, walks about. What does he do? Walks about. What is he doing in walking about? Seeking whom he may devour. So we started by by saying that do not give place to the devil. So what is the devil doing? Is walking about, seeking who he may what devour exactly. So he's not like he's you know he's, he's walking around. So he's trying to do his work. And what is how does he work? We have looked at that a while ago. How does the Satan work? Is a beguiler, is a murderer, is a liar. So what? How does he? What lie does he lie? He beguile people, deceive them from the simplicity that is in Christ. Am I communicating to us here? So there is a simplicity in Christ. The devil will ensure. That your mind is caught, that the mind of such person, not your mind in Jesus' name, that the mind of such person is corrupted from receiving and accepting the simplicity that is in Christ. That's that's very paramount. That is what it does. He lies, he murders, he is a beguiler. Hallelujah. But how does it do it? He walks to and fro. Look at Job. Let's go to Job. Job, Job, Job. Hallelujah. Job and chapter 1. So, remember we read the story in Matthew 16. We read the story of Jesus and his disciples. Hmm. This is very important. I want to say this. Let me say it before we go to Job again. Now, <laughs> the fact that God is present. Are we together, everybody? The fact that God is present somewhere does not mean that there is or there will be absence of evil i just want to show i just want to say this now there is no evil in god okay but we can have evil around so for example look at what he says he says even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil why because yes though but, so we have evil evil i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil why because you are with me. Am I communicating to you? So, there is evil, evil, but he is with me. Amen. So, the psalmist said in Psalm 139, he said, if I go to heaven or where the highest of the highest is there. If I go to, the, to hell, to lay my bed in hell, he said, you are there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, that, that is what the psalmist said. He said, if he, laid, if he takes his bed and go and lay it in hell, he said, God is there. In hell. Yeah. Are you getting okay, trying to say yeah? Isn't it Satan? Because Satan is not omnipresent. Mm-hmm. He can only walk about. But God is everywhere. Anywhere that God is not, that institution that God is not is bigger, it will be bigger than God. Mm-hmm. So anywhere that God is not, eh, should be referred to as God. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna okay, trying to say yeah? <laughs> because God is not there. So the, the authority and jurisdiction of God does not even reach there. So if there is such a place where God does not extend to, then that place should be bigger than God. Mm-hmm. But there is no place. The Bible says, by him all things are created. Things above, beneath, everything. The Bible says something. Remember, remember Philippians? Everybody listen up. Remember Philippians? He said, at the name of Jesus... He said, Ah, so wherefore God has highly exalted him, giving him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. He said, every new word must bow of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. So he's saying that he has extended authority across board. Am I communicating here? So Jesus said something, he said, How will you feel when the dead, he said, the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of Man and they shall come back from grave. Ah, We are not going there today. But but, but, but this is the concept. Everybody listen up. This is the concept that God is everywhere. And that the fact that there is evil or certain evil concept exists does not mean that, you know, uh, does not mean that God is not there. Amen. So, for example, we are looking at Matthew 16. Jesus was talking to his disciples in Matthew 16. And in fact, not long after, in Matthew 16, Peter was asking them, he said, who do men say that I am? They said, well, some say you are this, some say you are that. And from nowhere, Peter said, you are Christ, the son of God. And Jesus told him, he said, wow. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He said, but my father, right there, right there, while all of them were deaf to the revelation of the father, Peter, right there in the present. Peter received the revelation that Christ is the Son of God. You are the Son of God. Christ is the Son of God. Now look at that. He received the revelation that you are Christ, the Son of God. However, in the law, are we together, everybody? In the old scriptures, in the scriptures, it is clear to all Jews that Christ will come and suffer many things. Now he will suffer many things. So here comes Peter. You are Christ the Son of God. Just few verses, just few, two, three, five, six, seven verses after then. Jesus told them what he must do as Christ, that he will die for their sins. And the Bible said, Peter, the same Peter who received revelation, took him aside and said, no, 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 you will not die. (laughs) You will not die. Far be it. And the same Peter that Jesus commended and said, hey, I will build my church upon now. You see the point now? You see, he said, he looked at Peter. and say, You are Peter, and upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the same person is said to get, get it behind me. So it's not, it's not, Jesus is not saying he will build his church upon Peter. So, for example, if you go by that same concept that is saying upon this rock, I'll build my church, then the same, if you go literally like that in that chapter, then the same Peter is Satan. Am I communicating here? Look, at, let's go there now, Matthew. Look at it. And he turned and said unto Peter, "Get thee behind me, who?" So who is who is who? He turned and said to who? Peter. So look at it. So he turned and said to Peter, "Get thee behind me, what?" Peter. So what? So outside, all of us should have concluded that hey, Satan, uh, Peter is what? Peter. Are you going to say the same verse before that? He said, "Upon you are Peter, and upon this rock." I'll be in my church. If you look at that statement conversation to you, will say, wow, he's going to build his church on Peter. You get I'm trying to say, if, if you're not careful. But, but the concept is simple. It came with a revelation. He said, you are what? Christ. And upon this, upon, he said, you are Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus is saying, you are Peter, Petra. So he said, Petro, he said, upon this rock, Christ the rock, which you have said, because you said I'm Christ. Upon this rock, Christ, I will build my church. Are we together, everybody? So the same thing we have again. So Peter opposed the Father Christ who die. So that's where I'm going now. So Peter came and Satan, the opposer. So the word Satan is opposition. So Satan came, opposed. So he opposed the concept of death and resurrection that Jesus was speaking about. And Jesus rebuked that concept. He rebuked Satan, that concept, from which comes which forth from huh? <laughs> oh Lord. Which come from Peter. Hallelujah. So, you got that part, yeah? So, he rebuked the concept. So, it's simple. The man who just got revelation, so it's simple that even as we are gathered here, as we are gathered here, it is very possible for Satan to feel the art of men in jesus meeting in jesus meeting this is not in jesus meeting is closer one of the closest disciples closest satan came okay and used him to oppose the statement so that is in jesus god made flesh jesus meeting how much more amen (laughs) even me 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 hallelujah are you going right say, so, <laughs> I'm just telling you, so, Satan, why will Satan feel the heart of men? Because not, see, even those that are regenerated, okay, Satan can suggest into their heart. Look at it, look at John 13. John 13. Just to see something again. We are looking at how not to give place for the devil, isn't it? Okay, John, Matthew Mark, Mark Luke John, yeah. John and, uh, I think in chapter... 13 from right. Praise God. John 13 2. Okay, John 13 13 from verse 1. Now before the fifth of feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come and that he should depart out of the world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Hallelujah. I love anytime I'm reading things like this. That I love them unto what, the end. Look at that. He said, verse two, and supper being ended, the devil, having done what, Simeon to betray him. So the devil came and put it in his heart. He put it in his heart. Now, uh, now that's what we are. Okay, let me help us a little bit. Go to James. 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 How the thing happens? How does this happen? James. Hallelujah. James and chapter 1. Chapter 1, yeah. We read from verse. um, Praise God. James and chapter 1. Okay, from verse 13. He says, let no man say when he is tempted. I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempt any man. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So, he's drawn away of his own lust and what, everybody? Good. Then when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin and, and sin, when it is finished, it brings forth what? Death. So, you see the process of things. So, the process of sin is that men, men are tempted when they follow their desire. Okay? So they are enticed through their desire and if they conceive it, it will bring forth sin. Now remember when, listen everybody, remember what happened in Genesis. Let's go there. Genesis. Genesis and chapter 1. Genesis. So you saw the pathway our temptation arrives at death. It could be any kind of death. But our temptation arrived to death. It starts from temptation, and entice- you are being enticed. Okay. There's a you know you know, whatever is enticed, is conceived, then after conception, what happened? Death. Okay, sin, yeah? Sin. After sin, what happened? So that's the pathway. You don't come say, Well, God is the one that is test, God is testing me. God is not testing you. God wants to test me if I am faithful. God wants to test me if I'm a strong Christian. No, 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 no. God see that He said, let any man, when He said, let no man say, I am tempted of God. Because God tempts no man with evil. Mm-hmm. God will not tempt you with evil. We want to test, oh, God wanted to God wants to test me if I'm a good Christian. Then you now bring ladies that you know dancing and before my, you know, hallelujah. Oh, God wants to test me if I'm a good Christian. you know, he flashed money. Money was just, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to find, there examples it's difficult for me to find, but my point is that the Bible says, God will not tempt you with evil. So, how does sin arrive? It's simple. There is, I'll look at it again. Everyone, let's read together. One to go. Let no man say, when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot with evil neither tempt any man. Next verse next verse, help me out, okay Everyone. he's tempted, when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, and when look at it, then when lust is conceived, what happened? and when sin is finished, it's rare for death look at that, go to our Genesis then we'll come back to this part, Genesis and chapter 3 hallelujah, so this was after the fall, when there was judgment, okay the Lord said unto the, uh, the Lord said unto the woman, Okay, he said, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. So we've we'll been looking at that character of the devil or Satan as a beguiler. He beguiled me, and I did it. Now remember, we have looked at that a week, some weeks ago. What did the serpent beguile Eve on? Amen. He beguiled them from. Their simplicity. That are you getting I'm trying to say? Yeah. So you have to understand them. Their beguiling is not whether you eat apple or purple. That is not about, that is not what was happening there. Is the, begu- the beguiling simply means you are deceiving them. Okay, let's put our hands there. We'll come back here. Put our hands there. Go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, hallelujah. Just for, for those who missed the previous meeting, 2 Corinthians and chapter 11. Praise God. Now, 2 Corinthians 11, he said, For I am 11, 2. 2 Corinthians 11, 2. He says, Please, it is good for us to note these things, to write them down, to jot them, type them on your iPad, your phone, you know, those scriptures. He said, For I am jealous, 2 Corinthians 11, 2. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. After Paul has said, I said, But I fear. Lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve, True is subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from what? So what Satan corrupt people's mind from is the simplicity that what? You have to understand that. So in the beginning, just we did a little recap on that. In the beginning, there are two trees in the garden, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good evil. Okay, so there is a tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good, evil. Or good and evil, whatever way you want to put it. But good, evil. So now it's simple. The tree of life is Christ. Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So tree of life is Christ. Which is Christ? So the devil came, beguiled them from embracing the Christ life. Hallelujah. So the first family, oh, this is going to bless you. The first family was deceived from the simplicity that is in christ so look look everybody in genesis 1 okay god told adam he got told them he said God told man he said let them have dominion over the fish of the bee, over this over this over this over that let them do this let them do this let them do this then how are they supposed to have the dominion in christ are we together everybody okay I don't want to go there because of time. Okay, I don't want to keep reading, reading, reading. There are scriptures that we will read. So in Genesis 1, now, if you are a good Bible student, eh, if you read Genesis 1 eh, and read Genesis 2, you will notice that there is something about these two chapters. Am I communicating to us here? Now, I want to challenge us. If you are reading Genesis 1, if you read Genesis chapter 1, you read everything, it will seem as if God has done everything. Then you now get to Genesis 2. Ah. Are they starting afresh again? They just we just finished creating everything. Then if you look at Genesis 2, even the sequence does not even follow what was in Genesis 1. Yeah. Because in general, are we together, everybody? Yeah. yeah. No, let no let don't you, you cannot be reading Bible and be ignoring those things? I, I, no, I don't want to question God. or oh, questionable, or oh, questionable God. See, you know, you know, so is the, no, 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 no. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that. As we are reading this thing, you should open up your mind. So you read Genesis chapter one from verse one. You read the, the last part of it. Ah, okay. Ah, thank you. Wow, what a wonderful sequence! There was light. There was no light, and God, you no know, darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God, you know, the spirit of God moved, and God said, "Let there be light." Wow! And there was light, and that was day one, and all those things. You read those sequence. By the time you finish, you go to chapter two, Bam. and now I say, "This is the book of the generation." Blah blah blah. And you know, before there was. Um, uh, any man or till it. So the sequence of what you see in Genesis chapter 1 is different from what we are seeing in 2. Yes. Now, this is just to help us. This, let me just help you a little bit. Genesis chapter 1, okay, is practically a prophetic thingy. It's prophetic. Hallelujah. It's prophetic. That is, prophetic does not necessarily mean it's in the future. I'm saying it's prophetic, for example. Are we together here? Yeah, yeah. Listen. Listen there. Yeah. Okay. Man was supposed, just to help us to get a summary, because I've been doing this for weeks. Man was supposed to embrace the tree of life, or which is the Christ life. We read in Genesis, he said, And God said, Let us make man where well in our image. He didn't say in our images, because it would have been our images. But he said in our image. And we know clearly, Hebrews 1-3, that the image of God is what? Image of God is who? Right. Jesus is the, See, when he said, let us make man in the image, I've told us this several times. I'll be saying it. For example, when you see somebody that has bank, that is not the image of God. Amen. Are we together here? Now, for example, listen up, everybody. Um, this is very important to us. Now, after the fall of Adam, okay, then men began to expose to what we call genetic mutation. It was not God never created genetic. So, genetic mutation through the operations of Satan and devils, okay? Now, the, the, the result of genetic mutations are not the image of God. When you see Down syndrome, that is not the image of God. When you see, so, what, where is the image of God? The image of God is in Christ. Amen. Listen up, everybody. You have to get this. Colossians 1. Let's go there. Oh God, we well, we we'll, we'll join many things together. Yeah, I I am praying. I, I need. I didn't know the flow would come like this. Genesis, uh, Colossians one, Amen. Are you there? Praise God. If you're there, say Jesus is Lord. <laughs> now, Colossians in chapter one, we read verse um, fifteen. Okay, yeah, thank you. Verse fifteen. Um, yeah. Okay, verse from verse twelve. Giving thanks unto the Father, who has made us meet to partake partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who has delivered us from the. I'm reading verse 13 now, Colossians 1:13. Who has delivered us from the powers of darkness and has translated us unto the kingdom of his dear what? Yeah. Uh-huh. So underline that son. So in dear son, put column. Yeah? yeah. Now that column now is so whatever we are reading next is describing the dear son. So in now said, in womb. Who is the womb? Yeah. Who is the womb? So he said, He has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. So he said, In whom, what? We have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Who is the image of the invisible God? Who is the image of the invisible God, everybody? I, repute, I, I repeat it again. Who is the image of the invisible God? The dear Son. Who is who? Jesus. Hebrews 1 3. Go there. Hebrews 1 3. Quickly. I don't want to go there because of my time. Hebrews 1 3. Please, you've got to follow this, you've got to follow this. It's very, 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 very important. You must be a Bible literate. Hallelujah. Now, Hebrews, ah, start from verse 1. He said, For God who has so many times spoken to the fathers in diverse manners, but at in this last day, spoken unto the fathers by the prophet. Okay, okay, oh, no. Sorry. At this last days, spoken unto the son, unto, unto us by his son. So who he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made what? So who being, So who is the who talking about here? So is the who being the brightness of his glory? The what? Let's everybody echo this together. I Want to go the express? So when the Bible says in Genesis, "Let us make man in our what image? Who is the image of God?" So when God so what is the intention of God from the beginning? the man will be in Christ and will be able to have dominion in Christ. so when you are having dominion in Christ you are doing the image of God. are we to get everybody here so it's not like uh, you know for example when somebody who has Down syndrome now comes to Jesus and you by the power of the spirit, you are led of God. You are full of the Spirit. You learn, and there is genetic restructuring. Okay. Now, when that happened, what you are doing, and the person received Jesus, what are you? What are you doing? You are bringing that person into the image of God. So we are not going to say, oh, "Wow, cancer, cancer is not the image of God." Are we together, everybody here? Yeah. Cancer is not the image of God. Sickness is not the image of God. What do we do? We bring man into the image of God. Now, Pastor, uh, Pastor, I don't understand what you are doing. Look at it. Look at. Look at Hebrews. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We are look, we're supposed to look at how not to give place to the devil. Hebrews. Hallelujah. Hebrews 2. Are you following everybody? Now, Hebrews 2 verse. Let's read from verse um, from verse 6. Hebrews 2 from verse 6. Please, 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 please. Follow, 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 follow. Hebrews 2, 6. It says, but one in a certain place. Testify, saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that you visited him? Okay, visit him. That's King James English. Visited. Now, verse 7. You have made him a little lower than angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. And this set him over the works of your hand. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. Remember that's what is in Genesis 1. Yes. So when you read Genesis 1, you are saying, okay, this is what God said for man. You have put all things under his feet. You For in putting all in subjection under him, you left nothing that is not put under him. But now, let us read that last part together. I want to go. But now, we see not yet what? You see? You see? You see what I'm trying to say here? If you read Genesis 1 and say, let them have dominion, it will now be like... They already have the dominion. He's saying in Hebrew, we have not seen yet all things put under him. But the next verse said, who do we see in next verse? Exactly. So, if you keep reading, you will see that the person that, things, that now does what Genesis 1 talks about is Jesus. So, for example, I have told us, for example, the same way Satan came to the first family to beguile them. The same way he came to Jesus, okay, to tempt him, even in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So Jesus was able to tell Satan, "Get thee behind me!" Exercising his dominion and authority, okay. which the first family did not. Are we are we communicating here, everybody? Exactly. So we're looking at giving how not to give place. That's what we're supposed to look at. Oh Lord, help me how not to give place to the devil. So, ah, so so it is. This is this is it. So we look at what happened in Genesis one. Did I say we should go somewhere before? Job. Job. Okay, Job, Job, Job. Oh Lord Job. Ah, Job will take us time. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. Ah, I think we need to we will also kill another fat cow today. Amen. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, but we've killed we've killed that. Okay, okay, let's, let's, okay. Let us look at okay, everybody? Are we together, everybody? Job chapter 1, are you there? Yes, sir. So Job chapter 1, verse 6. So we established the fact that, everybody, have we established that fact that it's possible for even Jesus' meeting, for people to gather, eh? and Satan came in their midst. Yeah, yeah. Even when Jesus is there, very strong. Okay. Did Jesus, did, did Satan not come through? Um, he came to Peter. You read it, yeah? Uh-huh. Remember, remember this guy, Ananias and Sapphira? Yes. So when they came with money and all those things, and what did Peter say? Peter said, why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart? Amen. Oh, we're supposed to read Genesis about the judgment of what God said to Satan. So God said to Satan, he said, you were, you were going to, you know, on your belly, you're going to crawl from here, there, there, there. He said, and all your days, you will feed on what? On what? And you remember? Okay, let's go there. Let's go. There. Maybe we, okay. And the Lord said unto seven, the serpent, look at it. Because thou hast done this, thou hast caused above all cattle and above all the beasts of the field, And on um, your belly thou shalt go, and thou shalt and dust all the days of your life. So dust, dust. I taught a message some a me some years ago. Shake off the dust. I don't know if you remember. Anybody remember Shake Off Your Dust? Chico said, Did you remember? Shake off the dust. Amen. I remember I preached this message when I was pastor in a campus church um, about uh, in 2006. You know, I, and I came and said, You've got to shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Remember when Jesus, remember what Jesus told them? He said, Anywhere you go to preach, and they say they don't receive you, what did you do? Shake off the dust. Amen. So he told them, he said, hey, he said the serpent will feed on dust. The Bible says, and from the dust God formed the man. The body. And breath into his nostrils. The breath of life. The flesh. So Satan, okay, has a particular receptor to the flesh. How you together? I'm trying to say, yeah, it's like a ligand. So he binds to that flesh. Okay, so, I mean, you've got to catch this. See, are you following everybody? So, it, that's how he does it. So, from in that place, he said, hey, you're going to feed on dust. And we saw what happened again. So, he said that when you go to preach in cities, and somebody rejects you, don't get discouraged. Because your flesh is going to make you get discouraged. Somebody did not accept you. They did not accept you, and you start getting discouraged, you feel low of yourself. That's your, your, your flesh trying to what? Gather more dust. And I told us a while ago that it is very easy for someone who is anointed to gather dust. I will tell you why. If you carry, see, see, see. If you carry anointing oil or know a bottle, put, press it and let the oil flow, okay? And run through the Sahara Desert or the Dubai Desert. Run through it. I Are mean we together, everybody. By the time you get to the end of the road, you see, it gets sticky, isn't it? It gets so much sticky, 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 sticky from the dust. The dust easily attracts. I mean, the anointing easily attracts what? Oh. Ah, let me appear a little bit. Somebody comes to preach in, on church on Sunday. I'm say you're preaching on your ministry. And as your ministry, you made mistake one line. <laughs> one mistake. Then you start sitting down. Especially, um, let, me, let me use... Uh, uh, I mean, Chidi, uh, for example, now. After, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the name of the concert we did now? He said, I was angry with choir. I was angry with him. I angry with all of them. How did you do that? I remember I "Hey. I just teared dust. Okay, well, that's whatever it is. But In the night, I started praying in tongues. Amen. I came the next day and I said, I prayed for them. Remember, what? I said I. Uh, because after tearing dust, I, I went on and said, "Ha!" Ah. I started feeling bad. So even me, amen, of course, it does not mean I cannot get angry and say, ah, what you have done is, not, is bad. But even me, but the way I did it, I should have probably, you know, said, this thing you have done is bad, OK? You guys should have done this and done this better, OK, and encouraged again better. But I stirred up plenty dust, amen? So if the, if the anointed one is not careful, he can go back depressed and it's not motivated again, and the dust. <laughs> <laughs> are we together, everybody? Am yes. I communicating? And the way the way to sheave, to remove dust again is, you know, you just press more of the bottle so that the anointing stream more so it will sweep all the dust away. So it's as simple as that. Okay. So you press it, and how do you press it? You talk more in tongues. Are you going to and say? You talk more in tongues. You shiv it. So it's just as simple as that. But that. are we together, everybody? I do that a lot. Okay, I'm just, I'm not, I didn't plan all these things. I didn't plan all these things. But are we following everybody? Yes, so, the saying, how does Satan do it? Satan goes for the dust. Remember what we read in James? Everybody, remember what we read in James? Mm-hmm. He said this, he said, every man, let no man say when he's tempted, he's tempted of God. A man is tempted when he's enticed, okay, then he uh, conceives sin, then sin, lost, you know, and everything brings death. So, that is what Satan does. Satan comes. Suggests information, okay. Works with the receptor, which is the flesh. Am I communicating to us here? So we he were saying earlier in Ephesians that we read, he said, when you are angry, don't allow the sun to go down on your anger, don't give place for the devil. So you are so you call, I mean, you are a believer. As a believer, let's say you get angry at something, okay? Don't let it linger for so long. Go into your room. Praying the Holy Ghost, okay? Allow the Spirit of God to saturate your heart. Am I communicating to us here? Don't allow the devil to bind to that receptor and take advantage of you. Am I communicating to us here? Yeah. Now, I will run down with this. Now, No, 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 so many things. Oh, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the same thing happened to Peter. He came to Jesus' meeting. Satan was there. So, in Job as well, the Bible says the sons of God came to present themselves before God. Remember? So they came, and what happened? Satan also, the same way Jesus was meeting with the disciple, and Satan also was there. It's not as if where, you know, and this is not. it's not angels like what the sons of God, angels are gathered. You know, no, no, you know, the sons of God are, are not angels. Hallelujah. The sons of God cannot be angels. Look here, everybody. Let us just go to Hebrews again. <laughs> just to set that again. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We cannot finish this thing. We just have to finish now. But I have to finish somewhere. A place of intercessory. Okay. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5. I want you to read it one. Hebrews 1 5. He says this. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5. He says, For unto which of the angels said he at any time, so God will never say to an angel, You are my son. The Bible says, Are they not all ministry spirits? Angels cannot be said to be sons of God. Are we together, everybody? Here. So sons of God are human beings. Okay. Either they call themselves by the name of God according to the generation of saints. Are we together here? So sons of God gather to meet job was also one of the prophets of god and all those things and the bible says satan was among them but that's just by the way what oh lord help me help me okay i'm trying to jump and i'm not supposed to jump i think it's better we just go we just do job some other time <laughs> hallelujah okay let's let, 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 let just touch this job part let's just touch this part let's stop this job part. praise god job are you there Verse chapter 2. And again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present themselves before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, from where is coming thou? Uh, what does he say? He said, he said from going to and fro and walking up and down in it. So very important. This is what I just want us to get. The Bible, like we said, he said, the adversary, the devil, always do what? Move about Seeking who he may, and how is it devouring? He binds to the receptor, which is what the flesh. So, how do we oppose the oppression of the flesh through the spirit? is very important. The Bible says, Walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Am I communicating to us there? So, that is the only way. And, and very important, I'm telling us because this is very important. And, and and it's it's a burden in my heart and a great desire. If the church is not careful, if a church is not careful, the devil can come and bind so receptors and destroy organizations in the church. Okay. I repeat again, if a family is not careful, husband and wife who are you know either born of God, if they are not careful, Satan can come and binds to receptors, and destroy the home. The first family, as I was saying on Thursday, the first family was destroyed. How? Because Eve, amen, just be both of them, both of them. Are we together? It's not just Eve alone. Amen, everybody. I'll round up on this. It's not just Eve alone. It's also Adam. It's very simple. The Bible says, ah, oh Lord, oh. Remember the Bible says, it says, He says, he that, he said, the Bible says, he said he that love the world, the love of the Father, he said, love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. He said, he that love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, by loving the world, he's not saying you should not buy Versace, or Gucci, or Balenciaga, or whatever. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying you should not drive the best of cars. That's not what he's saying. Because, you know, no, no, no. He said, the next verse said, All that is in the world, verse um, 1 John 2, 16 to 17. He said, all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. He said, this is what is in the world. Maybe you should look at it. Look at it. Everybody, let's read it together, everybody. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the... So, but of the world... And the Bible says, the whole world lies in wickedness. We know that we are of God. (laughs) Please follow me, everybody. We know that we are of God. And that the whole world lies in wickedness. With the wicked one. But we are of God. And we have overcome them. We are of God. We are of God. All that is in the world. Through the wicked one. the The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. The pride of life. The wicked one binds to this. So look at what happened in the beginning. Genesis. The Bible says when devil, how does the devil begin? The devil laid it in the heart of Eve. And he told Eve, as he said, that's how he started. Then the Bible says when they were talking, Eve said. The Bible says she saw. Look at it. Let's go there. It's better we see it together. Genesis. I won't go to Job today. Won't go to Job today. Job will take our time. Genesis 3. Are you there? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the tree, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst, God has said, shall not eat, and neither shall he touch them. Touch it lest you die. And sat and the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely what? So, how do we, how do the devil suggest? I mean, corrupt the mind. He suggests with words. He perverts the gospel. This is not what God said. But the devil came and said something else. He was trying to enter the family. Look at it. Look at it everybody. And God, for God knows that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened and shall be as God, knowing good and evil. Look at verse 6. When the woman saw the tree that was good for food, the lust of the eyes, that it was pleasant to so the eyes, you know, are good for food, the lust of the flesh, that were pleasant to the eyes, the lust of the eye, that the tree to be desired to make one wise, the pride of life. Are you guys okay trying to say? And she took the fruit thereof and did eat it, and also so. Look at how the devil. Now she ate it. Look at it. And we had this, we talked about this a while ago. That why Eve was eating, and if those things was happening, Adam was right beside her. Okay. Seen what was going on, look at it. So it was not look at it and what and did it and gave unto her husband with her. So they were together. So, in other words, the fault also is with Adam for not being the head of the home because, as the head of the home, you are supposed to protect her, to teach her, to protect the family. To pray for the family, you have to able to take that spiritual stand as well. So she was, he was there, seeing all the things that is happening, amen, and refused to say no, no, no. In the name of Jesus, devil, get out of our family, leave our family. But he did not. He was there waiting and entire until the family. How you can I communicate to us here? So are we together here? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Give no place to the devil. The bible says for your adversary okay the bible says for the devil your adversary walk about okay seeking whom 1 first peter 5 18. now let's go there again i'm gonna run over that first peter 518 i'll run over that there's a lot of things to talk about holy spirit help me a lot of things first peter 518 hallelujah 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 Praise God. You must, ex- you must ensure that the devil will have no place in your family. You must be determined today that in your life the devil will have no place. Hallelujah. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. The, the unforgiveness, we looked at it a while ago. Unforgiveness eh, is a if that one, hi yeah, 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 yeah. It, the, see, the devil binds on that one so tight. In fact, it, would they call it? Uh, what do they call it again? When it is not it's not possible, it cannot compete. Uh, w- whatever the case may be, the devil binds on unforgiveness. Are we together, everybody? If you look at what happened in Genesis, in 1 Corinthians, everybody, 1 Corinthians and chapter 5. There was this guy who was sleeping with his stepmother. He was sleeping with his stepmother. In 1 Corinthians 5, sleep with his stepmother. Paul, the apostle, gave an instruction for the de- for the church to discipline this guy. And they disciplined the guy. In Second Corinthians 2, the guy was sorrowful and needed forgiveness. And Paul demanded that the entire church should forgive him. He said, if they don't forgive him, haha, it will be an attack on the church. I am saying this. See, I am, see there's no need to be pompous as a church we must learn to walk in love if we don't walk in love as a church we will face the attack of the devil and there's nothing we, we will just be, we will be doing the dafa anyani you get trying to say here we just say where is the problem where exactly is the problem am I communicating here where exactly is the problem the problem is simply unforgiveness i'm saying that one person if we will refuse to forgive one person one person the entire church can be attacked what did he say we should open to earlier? First Peter, what does he say, everybody? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a royal lion, walks about seeking who he may divorce. Next verse, verse nine. He said, Whom you must <laughs> who you resist. So that's where I am going. Let me just stop there. How do you resist? How do you do it? How do you resist the devil? Being steadfast in the faith, in your family. In your life, you must resist the devil. How? You must be steadfast in the faith. Jesus, the devil came to Jesus, tempted Jesus, and the Bible says, the devil left him for a season. The devil will not leave you forever. Amen. I have a good news for you. It's a good news. The devil will not leave you forever. You know why is a good news? You also have forever to keep triumphing every day. Are you I'm trying to say? Why? Because you have given the authority. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So you also have forever and daily opportunity to triumph over the schemes and the wise of the devil. Are you what I'm trying to say? Yeah. For example, sometimes it starts from unnecessary things. The husband may have, he said, "Well, I have anger issue, I have anger issue. Be steadfast in the faith. Don't allow the devil to bind to that receptor am i communicating to us here the wife said well the wife might say he may be a lady may say well me i don't like to be submissive see it's very simple the scripture has said it he said husband love your wife as christ has loved the church how did christ love the church christ gave himself and died for the church and the same way they he said wife submit to your husband how is that how is the wife submitted to the husband the same way christ uh, the same way the church submit to christ so we are, we are seeing Christ and the church as a template of what husband and wife. So if we don't see these things, the devil can come and bind as a receptor. That's what we saw. Are we together, everybody here. Yeah. That's what we saw in Genesis 3. Adam refused to provide headship and leadership for his home. And the devil came and destroyed. That's what we are saying now. Look at what happened to the family. Just imagine you have two sons. And one your one of your sons is killing the other one. It's see, beyond beyond the fact that well they are alive, Adam and Eve is alive. The pain and the burden, the sorrow that my sons are killing themselves. Is wet is is and is is like hell. Hey man, that they are killing each other. It's like with Smith. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like with Smith. You are married to your you are married to somebody, the wife is having a fear situation You have children, you have children, one says it's a gay, one says it's lesbian, one says I don't even care. How do you even go home every day? Are you gonna try and say yeah? How do you even enjoy life? It's better to not even marry at all. To just marry at all and say, Well, let us not marry. That you are going home. You have money, you they'll put you on the list. There's billions of dollars, but there's no peace in the home. That's what happened to the first family. First family, Ken was killing Abel. Uh-uh. It was a terrible thing. Are you going to trying to say here. Yeah? I'm saying that. How not to give place for the devil? You resist what? Steadfast what? In the faith. Amen. You resist what? And how do you do that? You take the instructions of God's word. If God has told us to forgive, before you can forgive, because you have the love of God in you. If God has told you to do this, and you could be whatever the Lord has told you, do it. Hallelujah. Do it. Give no place for the devil. Look at your neighbor and say give no, give no place for the devil. Tell another neighbor and say give no place for the devil. Give I want you to just pray the Holy Ghost. Please pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. I think I'm going to continue this on, th- on Thursday. Resist steadfast in the faith. Resist steadfast in the faith. Don't allow us in your heart, in your heart. Don't allow unforgiveness in your heart. Don't allow it. It's a strategy. The Bible says we are not in ignorance of the devices of the devil. We are not ignorance. So we forgive. We forgive. If your heart is burdened and heavy, you pray in the Holy Ghost. You shake off the dust. You shake off the dust. You shake off the dust. In your ministry, you shake off the dust. In your ministry, you shake off the dust. Don't allow anything to discourage you the greater one lives in you. The greater one lives in you. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. If you have gone to preach somewhere and you are not accepted, you are rejected. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. You have tried to do the things of the Spirit, but you are not accepted. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Refuse to be discouraged refuse to be discouraged in the name of jesus i want you to pray for families i have a body in my spirit since during the week we are speaking for families in this assembly or if you are representing a family you are praying for the peace of god to reign in your family in the name of jesus it's time for you to say to the devil, Get thee behind me, Satan. Over my family, get thee behind me. In the name of Jesus. Get thee behind me. In the name of Jesus. Get thee behind me. In the name of Jesus. I walk in love. I walk in love I walk in love I walk in love I refuse to condescend so low to the level of hatred I refuse to condescend so low to the level of art I'm a forgiving being I forgive easily because my father forgives I forgive easily in the name of Jesus forgiveness is my inheritance it's my nature I forgive in the name of Jesus I forgive in the name of Jesus. Nothing will restrict the blessing of God to walk in my life. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will inhibit the blessing of God to walk and oppress in my life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed.